1: Hello to everyone and welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It's also the root word for deacon. My name is Deacon Richard Hudzik, and I'm privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as vicar for deacons. And that's in the office of the diaconate located in beautiful Forest Park, Illinois. And I also get to work and pray with the good people in Westchester at Mary, Mother of Divine Grace Parish in Westchester. Uh, and as usual, uh, joining me across the table uh, is Deacon David brensick Associate Director of the Office of the Deaconate, and he also serves as deacon at the uh, Parish Holy Guardian Angels in Brookfield and LaGrange Park. Good day to you, David. Are you there on the other side of the table? I am here. Welcome, everyone. And this show is uh, something that the archdiocese has graciously granted to our office, so that we can talk about uh, the call to service, how it is for all of God's people, and not simply those who are ordained deacons in the Catholic Church. So it's uh, not a show about deacons, but really it's a show by deacons, so we can invite others into uh, some of the things that we do. Try it on for size uh, for what we offer here in this in the show. And uh, to help us do that very task of inviting others into some of the work that we do, we've invited two, uh, two of our brother Chicago deacons. We have Deacon Bob Thomas and Deacon Jim Sponder. Bob and Jim, are you, uh, are you alive and alert at this, uh, at this hour? Bob, are you there? Having us. Okay. Bob, how about uh, Jim? Are you, uh, are you plugged in?
2: I, I am. Uh, thank, thank you for having us. We're, we're delighted. Yeah, it's a joy to be here, guys.
1: Okay, so we got—all right, so the, it's, a, it's a foursome. So um, uh, Deacon Jim is the current chair of the Archdiocese Diaconate Council, and Deacon Bob, the uh, fourth member of our confab today, is the current chair. He's held this for you know, three years. I think this is your third or fourth year, Bob. Uh, we're very grateful for it, but you are the chair of the Diaconate's St. Francis Dinner. Um, so greetings to to both of you. Uh, we're, we're delighted you were able to, to, to join us in the conversation. And to be specific, the conversation is about something that's called the universal call to holiness. And that's a phrase that uh, really gained some currency uh, as a result of the Second Vatican Council and the... Very famous document, uh, the dogmatic constitution of the Church in the world, uh, Lumen Gentium, to be particular, uh, but enough Latin. Um, what we want to do is to explore a little bit about uh, that that concept, the universal call to holiness. That you know, to to respond to the question, who is who's supposed to be holy? Is that just uh, is that just the clergy or uh, the religious or, or who? And the way we're going to get into this is by uh, interrogating these, these two fine deacons who are, who are with us. Um, and so, uh, Bob, can we start with you? Just uh, tell us something about yourself, uh, where you serve, family, uh, that, that sort of thing, so, we, so that you establish your credentials. You're not just any jo- <laughs> Joe Schmo out there. So who are you, and what do you do?
0: Uh, I'm Deacon Bob Thomas, and I serve at the Church of St. Mary in Lake Forest, I am the father of five children. Four of them are married, and we have five grandchildren and one on the way. And I have been a deacon for about six and a half years, and it's a real joy to serve. And I would say many of the things I do in my parish, they begin with naturally proclaiming the gospel, preaching, uh, serving at mass, but also some of the joyous things beyond that are baptismal prep for all those families that are having newborn children uh, baptized. I also uh, do wedding prep, and coming up for the Feast of St. Francis, we'll be doing the Blessing of the Animals, which I've been doing now for, oh my gosh, almost eight years. Uh, I'm leading the evangelization for our parish beginning tomorrow night for a wonderful program called This Man is You. Um, I also help with leading our annulment process as well as being a field delegate Um, i also assist with first communion confirmation prep monthly adoration and uh, serving the homebound bringing communion to them so that and really anything the pastor asks for us to kind of do and help us to get involved in so it's a real joy to serve
1: all right, I'm 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 out of breath just listening to you, Bob. Uh, that's a that's a dizzying array of, of activities. Now, Jim, I want to give you a second uh, second chance uh, if we can. But I'm I'm getting uh, frantic waves from the control booth that maybe uh, Jim Sponder has has disappeared. So um, we'll. we'll- We'll pick them up as as we go as we go along. I'm sure, but um, what I wanted to get to is as I mentioned was this this universal call to holiness business, and uh, again that um, I don't know, Bob and and Dave if if you're you're both old enough but you remember when we were kids we would see. Uh, a, a, in our religion books, we'd see a pyramid uh, of the church uh, it would be representing the the church as a pyramid. At the top, at the tippy top, was the was the pope, and then under that is the is the triangle wide, and you'd see the cardinals, and then the bishops, and then uh, the priests, and then the religious men and women, and then at the bottom, the other ninety nine point nine percent was was everybody else. And there was uh, this this notion at the time, and it, it certainly you know I. Uh, I grew up in the 50s 60s and 70s uh, actually I'm still growing up but um, that's a lifelong project I guess but the, the point is is that there was this uh, idea that the pursuit of holiness the pursuit of God was something that was reserved for if you will the professionals um, and that the ordinary <whistles> Joe and Mary in the uh, in the pew uh, they were just supposed to Know, the old line was pay, pray, and obey, which was really a uh, very much a corruption of the of the lay of the lay life. So um, I wanted to explore that um, and, and talk about that a, a little bit today, and then also highlight some of the some of the ways that uh, uh, all of the faithful might might join into uh, so, some some ways of living out this universal call to holiness. And so um, the idea is not new. And in fact, it goes back to, uh, uh, well, throughout the, the history of the church, but a prominent player here, um, and, and Bob, Dave, and uh, Jim and I, we've, we've talked about this before the show, so we did something called show prep, which is uh, quite a concept, but uh, one of the things that we'd come across was the uh, St. Francis de Sales, uh, 17th century, uh, and he's, he's got a, a very famous book, very, very useful, um, Introduction to the Devout Life. Now, Bob, you've, you've had a little bit of experience with that book. I mean, could you could give us a thumbnail of uh, what Francis de Sales is, is telling the lay people in, in that uh, introduction to the devout life?
0: I think we're all called to serve. It, it doesn't mean that we need to be uh, part of the clergy, meaning a, a priest or a deacon. We all can serve with humility and with joy and passion for our Lord. So I think that's what St. Francis is really saying. You don't have to be ordained. Mm -hmm. Um, And many of the ways we can do that are through prayer. Uh, We all need prayer. And in unity, we can pray together. And that brings us in our serving and our serving of our Lord.
1: Mm -hmm. Let me just, let me ask, Bob, is it your I guess is is my perception of this uh, pay, pray, and obey this this terrible slogan. I had the notion that that my parents um, had that that kind of that kind of idea, Um, but the universal call to holiness or those who followed Saint Francis de Sales this was this was something different. Um, Is is that your experience or am I am I an outlier with my uh, my.
0: I think it's different. And I guess what I would do is, is something from the corporate world, you know, that inverted that pyramid that you were talking about. When I was in the business world, I tried to take the pyramid and invert it Okay. Yeah. so that the president or CEO of a company would be at the bottom. And he and she supported all those above.
1: Yeah. All right. And I
0: think what we're saying is all those who are out there are at the top of the pyramid. Okay. And that's who we're really supporting. And we're supporting them in prayer. We're supporting them in service. We're supporting them in uh, the corporal works of mercy, the, uh, the spiritual works of mercy. There's many ways we can do that. And, and that's what I think he's calling us to do. All right, Bob, we're going uh, to let me. Bob,
1: I'm going to jump in here. We're going to go to a break. And then I, I hear that uh, Jim Sponder is uh, reconnected with us. So we'll, we'll pick this up on the other side of the break. So everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Catholic Charities' Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States Veterans, thank you for your service. Are you looking for quality, affordable child care at this back to school time of year? Look no further than Catholic Charities Child Development Centers. We have two locations conveniently located in Berwyn and Summit offering before and after school care as well as full day child care. Each center offers a safe, welcoming environment where children receive a nutritious breakfast, lunch and snack while participating in a creative, age appropriate curriculum that is challenging and fun. Preschoolers enjoy art, music, literature, and computer activities, while our school-age program includes homework help, art, sports, music, field trips, and more. Catholic Charity staff members are highly qualified, caring people who want the very best for every child. Our child care centers are especially popular with working parents. Enroll your child today. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash childdevelopment or call 312-636-5398. That's 312-636-5398.
1: A call to service. Deacon Richard Hudzik joined in the studio with uh, by Deacon David Brensick and on the line is Deacon Bob Thomas. And I understand that G- Deacon Jim Sponder has uh, resurrected his his, uh, his connection, and he's he's back with us. So, uh, Deacon James Sponder, are you there? Are you there? I can see you, but I I don't. Yes, I-
2: I am here. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you. That's good. It's like a, a TV commercial. Can you hear me now? All right, Jim, um, we talked about the universal call to holiness, and, and you have a little nugget. I'd, I'd like you to share, uh, paraphrase, uh, what Lumen Gentium uh, talked about with this, this call to holiness. In, in plain language, what, uh, what are they telling us to do?
2: Well, I could read it for you,
1: but no, no, uh, no! I don't want you to read. it. I want you to tell me what that means. This is—you're putting me on the spot. What, what's this about?
2: That all—all all of us are called to holiness, um, whether we are clergy or laity, and um, we're—we we're, are—we um, follow our Lord in His footsteps in our ministries.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, there is no better one than the other.
1: Okay. All right. No, that's that's good, and that's I think that's a fair characterization of uh, uh, the gist of this the, that part of of Lumen Gentium, that universal call to holiness. And uh, while you had dropped up, out, we had we had started talking about, and I asked Dave to jump in here as well, but um, we want to disabuse this erroneous notion that holiness is for the quote professionals. Uh, that's just that's just not. That's just not so. Um, so, how do we encourage uh, from from our platforms uh, as deacons? How, how might we encourage, or how should we encourage? What we, should we encourage uh, folks to, to do to, to to foster their own and uh, uh, response to the call of the holiness? Dave, what 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 are you well, going to tell people?
4: You know, I think being in, being involved in your faith will increase a person's faith. You know, you could stand on the sidelines. You know, but if you get into the game, you know, to use that mm-hmm. analogy, mm-hmm. that will certainly strengthen your faith. It'll draw you closer uh, to God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, so get get some skin uh, in the game, you know, uh, to to get involved and 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 watch uh, watch that that unfold. Um, you know, reception of the sacraments certainly, uh, participation at, at mass. Um, and I want to turn the corner just a tad. Um, something that's, that struck me, it's been with me, well, it's, it's long part of our tradition, but Pope Francis in 2015, uh, if you remember back the, uh, the year of mercy, and he really focused on the, the corporal and, and spiritual works of mercy. So we, we had those out there, and they they're brought to the, to, the, to the surface more. Um, and what attracts me is that there's such... Concise statements of I think the aspirations of of what deacons want to do in their um, aside from the liturgical and teaching uh, ministry, but in their uh, service ministry and their uh, works of charity. Uh, you've got the, the corporal works of mercy. It, 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 there's you know there's there's seven uh, corporal. There's seven uh, spiritual coequal: um, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, water to the to the to the thirsty, impri- uh, visiting the imprisoned, uh, care for the dead. Uh, spiritual works uh, instruct the ignorant, counsel the doubtful, admonish sinners, uh, forgive, comfort the afflicted, and to pray for the living and the dead. And I mention all of that because those are works of mercy that are there for all of us to do. Um, and uh, I want to ask uh, both, uh, both Dave and 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 Jim and Bob, but uh, concretely, the Chicago diaconate. We're you know. I, we're proud to say of, of some of the adventures, the ventures that we're, we're engaged in, uh, the various ministries that we support. Um, any one of you want to pick any one of those and and, and offer how that uh, reflects, and how people might participate in that, how that's part of the universal call to holiness?
2: Certainly to to visit the sick, uh, bring what we do as ministers of care.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we we engage in a conversation. We engage in a prayer, and uh, most ministers will tell you, the person that we do visit, bring holy communion and pray with, we as a minister receive more in that experience, and it's a it's a it's a beautiful moment. It's a. In many ways, it's a sacramental moment.
1: And, and in, the, in, uh, in, in particular, uh, in terms of the deacons, you know, one of our ministries is faith and fellowship, one of the one of the outfits that, that we support. Uh, and that's accompanying people uh, both who suffer from mental illness and also those who accompany those who suffer, you know, family and friends who suffer mental illness. So they're, um, you know, the deacons uh, sort of, I guess, putting their money where their mouth is. So that's that uh, faith and fellowship is, uh, is a way to concretely act out, and others are invited to, to participate in that.
4: Yeah, there are a variety of uh, ministries that the Diaconate Council supports, and I, you're seeing it on the board here. I mean, there is um, Zacchaeus House, which uh, offers shelter to men who are trying to get their lives kind of back up and running so they don't have to live on the street. Uh, Colby House, which uh, is ministry to those who are incarcerated. So there's a variety of, of charities that the, the deacons are involved with and are supporting.
1: And, and so some of those are f- you just square on to the Corporate Works of Mercy. Colby House, you know, one of the Corporate Works is to visit the imprisoned. So what does Colby House do? But they visit the imprisoned as well as families and and those who suffer as a result of, of, of crime. So, um, again, that's not a, uh, a deacon-only thing. I would dare say that, uh, the bulk of the work that Colby House does is, is, is laity. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's another instance where, um, these ministries that the deaconate supports financially, <clears throat> partially, I mean, we're not sole funders by any stretch of, of any of these, but, um, we, we do help. And, uh, uh, it's a way to keep these these charities, these ministries, out there serving serving the people and allowing others to participate with us. Um, what else we got? Uh, we've got uh,
0: Richard. We've got hopes on the way. Which right now, with all the hurricanes that we've had that have hit into the uh, Louisiana coastline and the Gulf of Mexico, um, you know, bringing them down there to help the people recover from the terrible, terrible disasters that we've had. Um, I think another one that's really, uh, my wife and I have been involved with, and I know Bishop Ron Hicks was involved with, Friends of the Orphans. The orphanages in the Caribbean that are helping the the young children who have been abandoned. And, uh, you know, especially when you think of Haiti and the Dominican Republic and what we're seeing right now on the news, Friends of the Orphans has... Homes in those areas to help those poor young children, and they take care of them through feeding them, nourishing them, as well as spiritual guidance through their 18 years old.
1: Right. Yeah. No. That's 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 well said. Another uh, <clears throat> new newer charity new to 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 our uh, to our co sponsorship or support <clears throat> is the uh, Saint Kateri Center of Chicago. Uh, Deacon Bill Freer is uh, is active in that, and it's a ministry serving that. Uh, community uh, maybe much overlooked. It's not a huge community, but there is a community in Chicago. It's Chicago. Surprisingly, has a, a, a sizable uh, population of American Indians, and so uh, through the facilities of uh, uh, St. Benedict Parish, uh, Deacon Bill Frere, and those who who run the uh, the, the, the staff of Saint Terri Center, um, the, the deacons uh, deacons help. Uh, Help with donations there, and, and and also invite people to, to uh, to participate with them in the various uh, various activities that they have. Now, um, we've, uh, we've we've got a variety of these things, um, and and not a one of them, uh, not a one of these ministries is uh, deacons only. Uh, by no means, uh, never. Uh, it's uh, it's an invitation to others. These are charities that are they're dear to us. They they uh, you know, put into play some of the some of the the goals and the aspirations of the deacon, um, and so we we've we've chosen these. Now, I'm gonna back off uh, from the microphone here. I'm gonna ask Dave to talk to us uh, and, and talk to uh, Jim and Bob about uh, an upcoming event that we've got uh, in the diaconate community. Dave, you wanna pursue that?
4: So Jim and Bob, you know we have these diaconate charities uh. How how does the how the deacons help support these these uh, good works of um, corporal works of mercy?
2: Certainly through our uh, St. Francis Day dinner event and Bob will speak to the to to how that how much that helps our community reach out, uh whether in the Archdiocese of Chicago or further out uh in other areas of our of our world actually
0: so our true only fundraiser is the saint francis dinner and we honor saint francis who was a deacon and that's why we have this event every year is to raise money for all the charities that we support that many of our deacons and many of our lay individuals that work with deacons support so the only way we do this is by raising money through the saint francis dinner so it It really serves a couple purposes. One, it's a great gathering for fellowship to bring deacons, friends, pastors, priests, um, bring them all together. And especially this year, it's especially meaningful because we haven't been able to get together because of the pandemic. So we're all coming together in fraternity, in prayer, and in joy, and praying and honoring each other. Uh, so, the money that comes in for those dinners, as well as we have uh, somewhat of a paddle raise, a little different this year. It'll be a pure donation. Those support us. Then we also honor those who we feel are great examples of individuals who have served. And we'll be honoring individuals this year. We can't say who they are, it's all secret.
1: Well, but, one, one uh, of them's uh, we not. We'll
0: be honoring Bishop Mans. Yeah, he's no, he's no secret. Service to us.
1: He's, he's no secret.
0: He's no secret. The other ones will leave secret. And those are individuals that we feel are a good example of what St. Francis de Sales was talking about, as well as St. Francis of Assisi was talking about in bringing everyone together to serve and help each other. Um, now, so just- if you can't join us, uh, we will accept donations. We are very humble about it. Uh, you can send in uh, uh, a check or, you're, or you can donate online. Uh, at our event. So we make it easy for everyone. But the charities that we support are, are being listed. And this dinner will be Sunday, October 10th at Elmwood uh, um, Crest. Uh, restaurant. And uh, it's a joy to serve. And we hope you can come and join us. And please bring a friend.
4: So this just isn't limited to uh, deacons and wives. Right? No, it, no. Anyone no, can. Many
0: deacons will bring friends and parishioners their pastors and uh, so no anyone can come and join us and and have a great family oriented dinner uh, pray with us have limited speeches we try to limit those but have a lot of joy and prayerful camaraderie fellowship how much NFI we
2: we not only raise money through this event to help our charities that we've just uh, uh, we've discussed most of them already, but it allows us also to reach out further than that to help others who are in need, whether they're in Latin America, um, other parts of the, uh, of the world. Uh, it just, it, uh, I know that we underwrite also uh, Black Deacons Annual Sunrise Mass and um, the Hispanic Deacons Association and they do so much good work also, not only within the archdiocese, but as I say, throughout Latin America mm-hmm. and the world. So how much
4: has been so, raised over the years, Jim? Do you know uh, offhand how much the deacons have raised to support these charities?
2: Uh, over the years, I wouldn't give you, I'd be able to tell you, but uh, I remember last year we raised about 40,000.
0: Jim, let me help you out there. In the past couple of years, we've raised well over a couple hundred thousand dollars supporting all these groups. And it's through the charity of others and by bringing others with us and by sharing really where all the touch points that we have, well beyond the diaconate, that this money is 100 percent used. And it's also used to help deacons and their uh, families that might be experiencing hardship or deacons that want to continue their education at a wonderful event like the seminary, USML, or, or other places. And how does so someone reach goes way far?
4: How does someone donate if they want to make a donation? What's the easiest way? I think way? we had on
0: the, on the site here, uh, I saw it earlier. There's a website they could go to and donate. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally they can do it via credit card or sending in a check or they can go to the diaconate I think it's on the uh, the forum here somewhere Dave if we can pull it up it could, um, they
4: could send some a donation to the office of the diaconate uh, right. in Forest Park. there's also the Archdeacons.org uh, website right, you
1: know and if there's, it, maybe the easiest thing is to uh, ask the deacon at your parish if, uh, if you're connected with a deacon Um he hopefully is uh, attuned to what we uh, the rest of us are doing so um, you can reach out to the your, your your local neighborhood deacon i think that'll help too that always helps yes
0: and we thank you all for helping to sponsor us and and walk with us because we can't do this alone we have to do it with the many laity that help us i know and so that's, the, uh,
1: so that's the universal, so again, that's the universal call to holiness. God bless you all. It's uh, been a good conversation, and uh, we'll be back. And if we don't see you at the St. Francis dinner, know that we're thinking and of you and praying for you. God bless you all.
0: Thank you. Thank you.